You're listening to Your Highest Self Podcast, episode 68. Today, I'm sitting down with Kalina and Julie from United States of Women Podcast, and we're talking about are you hungry or are you hopeful? Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for taking the time to invest in your mind and doing it with me today. This week on the show, I have two very special guests, Kalina James and Julie Deem from the United States of Women podcast. We had such a fun conversation. These two ladies brought so much energy and fun and fire to this episode. You're going to learn so much. I learned so much. I was literally taking notes when I was re-listening to it. Um, Julie is a, uh, consulting specialist and podcast editor at the business podcast editor, where she specializes in helping female entrepreneurs produce, launch, edit, and distribute their podcasts. She also co-hosts the podcast, her and Kalina together. That's called United State of Women, which is a personal leadership development podcast that's focused on educating and elevating women's abilities to have it all and teach them how to get it. Her co-host is Kalina James, who's an award-winning national motivational speaker, communication and business transitions trainer, business leadership coach, host, author, and the owner of LCR Coaching. Yes, this woman is a powerhouse. They both brought so much wisdom to the table. I'm really, really excited for you to sit down and listen. This is... um, a show that is best paired with a cup of coffee and like, you know, on the drive somewhere, but you might want to jot down some of the things we talk about. Um, if you are more of a reader, um, just a quick reminder that all of our podcast episodes are also um, written as blogs. So if you can't listen or if you want to go back and reference some of the notes, but you don't want to listen to the whole thing, just go down to the show notes and there's a link to the blog form of this show. So today we talked so much, um, first and foremost, about Julian Kalina's story, which Kalina has such a powerful story that I resonated with. Um, you, you might cry. Uh, we also talked about why we all have a seat at the table, if there's an it factor for having the mindset to reach your goals, what it means to be hungry versus hopeful, how to nurture and cultivate our inner circle, especially important for any of you who find yourself in a leadership position where you like have a team. Um, And last but not least, Julie and Kalina's self-care rituals that help them be the women they are today because these women do a lot. They have families, they have businesses, they are... um, um, very involved in their community. They both live in Kokomo. So they do so much, but yet they're still um, showing up as really powerful versions of themselves. And so I knew they have self-care rituals that help them be the woman that they are. So if you guys love this episode, we all would so appreciate it if you took a screenshot, shared it to your story and tagged us. I have everyone's Instagram handles down in the show notes. And I also did a podcast episode with them. So I briefly mentioned it in the intro, but the podcast that I did with them just went live and it's about self-sabotage. So you can scroll down to the show notes and I have um, my show link there and make sure you check out their podcast while you're at it. You're going to love it. I listen to it weekly. So that's it for me. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um, Reach out if you have any questions, if you want to connect with Julie or Kalina or buy Kalina's book, everything is linked down for you. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Let's get into it. 
Hi, Kalina and Julie. Thank you so much for taking the time to spend with us and helping us invest in our minds. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Hi, Shannon. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you both here. I can confidently say you guys are my friends now. Yes, so we're so happy to be in your circle. <laughs> Yay, and to just share you your energy with everyone. Uh, before we get into it, I want you guys all to know that I recorded a show um, on the United Women podcast, so make sure you go and check that out because it's actually a story I don't talk about often, like my very, very beginning days of competing or just recently. So make sure you go and check out their podcast and then you can come back and listen to this one. Um, so excited to have you ladies here. Thank you so much. Um, before we get started, I would love to get just a quick background story on who you are and how you got here, which I know is a loaded question. Who wants to go first? Go for it, Julie. Okay. Well, thanks, Shanae. Thank you so much for having us. I'm so excited that we connected, and I'm so excited to be here with Kalina. It's not ever. This is our first time recording an interview episode with, with a host on a different podcast like where we're together, so this is just really fun and wild for us. I am currently a massage therapist and a podcast editor. I have two businesses. I opened my first business in May of last year as a massage therapist, it's a private massage practice. And it was because I needed to generate income so that I could spend time in Kokomo podcasting with Kalina. And we actually opened a podcast studio in the Chamber of Commerce building here in our community. And there happened to be a room that was available for rent right next door. And I thought, well, heck, let me just see if I can rent this room and turn it into a massage room. And it worked out. We got both rooms and literally I would edit podcasts and do interviews in between seeing massage clients. And I would work a few days, an hour away at an actual like corporate massage spa. Fast forward, quarantine hit. And I was at home like everyone else and I couldn't do massage and effectively keep six feet of distance. So I needed to make money and I knew that my skills as a podcast editor might be a skill that other podcasters might be looking for because during quarantine, a lot of people all of a sudden decided they wanted to start a podcast. So go figure. I started looking around on the internet and sure enough, people were like, I want a podcast, but I don't, didn't know there was this much involved with it. Mm -hmm. And being that I had had a podcast for about a year at that point, I had an idea that they had no idea what they were getting into and I'd be able to help them along the way and that they'd be able to use me as a resource later on for editing. So I went to work, started my second online business, went back to work in the massage practice. Kalina and I also had just upgraded our studio we had moved from our podcast studio upstairs and combined suites. So her office and my office are now together and our front lobby is essentially our podcast studio slash waiting room. Oh my gosh. Why don't I live in Kokomo? I want to come hang out. I, we're trying to figure that out. <laughs> so yeah, it's been kind of a crazy process, crazy journey. And we're now in the, you know, last quarter of the year and, I'm trucking along, I'm managing both businesses, and I would really just being here in the moment and seeing what happens next, Janae. You know how much I look love that you. answer. <laughs> yeah, you know, looking at Julie, Julie's phenomenal. 
right? She has found her her wings and literally hasn't looked back yet at all. And it's just been like a delight to see her transformation. But, you know, I've known her for so long. It's just that we've known each other in passing. And then she turned around and got involved. And then, you know, <laughs> like I dropped a post the other day. I was like, yeah, her name's Julie. Like, just look at her. <laughs> I dropped it on social media the other day because she was showing off her pictures of some new posts of new pictures she uh, took for her her own portfolio. And I was like, yeah, her name's Julie. Just, just look at her because she's going places. Just look at her. But very, very happy to have Julie in my life. So Janae, you know, I always ask the question, you know, to listeners or anyone that I have the opportunity to talk to is I always ask, so, you know, how many have ever asked the question, you know, what is my purpose? Because, you know, I did a lot. I, I literally a lot of times would ask that question to myself, but I had learned a long time ago that, you know, living in other people's perspective really gave them power over me and having the success that I've had, um, people, a lot of people think, you know, I grew up with this silver spoon that I grew up with, you know, people thinking that I come from wonderful, you know, a wonderful family, but I did not. You know, I grew up in a home where there was a house full of verbal and physical abuse. I was feeling insecure, you know, feeling as if that I was no one and nothing, had nothing and feeling the rejection of, of family members who were supposed to pour into you. And it, it, it was truly people who would say, you know, in my life, you ain't going to be nothing. You ain't going to amount to nothing. Who do you think you are? You miss rich bitch. I mean, literally, these were the words that were spoken over my life at such a young age. So when you say there's childhood trauma, I get it. And, you, and, and when I tell people how old I was at the moment that I remember this, you know, they're shocked because I was six years old. I was six years old and I remember pushing back and telling, you know, uh, people in my life, my parents and, you know, just family members that were just awful when it came down to just how they treat people. And I would always say, I am somebody, I am somebody, I am somebody. And at that age, at that age, um, knew inwardly that I was more than what was being spoken over me. And, you know, because I was beaten with an extension cord, you know, because I wouldn't cry and because crying at that age for me truly meant that you were breaking me and that you were controlling me, I refused to cry. And so growing up, I sought, you know, to look for purpose. I tried to find what that purpose was. I excelled professionally as the training director for a large government agency where I was managing 1200 people's learning plan. I was working with the governor. I was working in change management where I was responsible for creating engagement, movement, and change. I served in my local church. I prayed about it. I even got involved with, you know, people in the community with at-risk youth because I, I really could relate to their story. But I was feeling, you know, good on one end of my life today, but I was also feeling unfulfilled on the other end it was really taxing. And it was really tough for me because I was feeling like I'm not living a whole complete life here. But it was that work that I was doing with the youth that made me realize that I, I wasn't helping anyone shift, right? Mm -hmm. Now, how could I give something that I myself didn't have to give? And it was that work with them that I, I realized that my story wasn't enough. And so that's when I decided to reach out to IPEC. And this was back in 2013. And I'm going to tell you something. That's when the crap really hit the fan. 
And a long story short, you know, I had come face to face with that pain and that trauma. And it was at that moment, I literally had a choice to make. And I made the decision to turn pain into power. And, you know, and, and when I'm not doing, um, you know, the podcast or doing events and things like that for women in the community or uh, meeting with business organizations to do uh, strategic vision planning or leadership development or training or even writing books or even doing, um, you know, speaking engagements, I'm working one-on-one with women who want to live connected to their power, their purpose, and their plan through leadership development, looking for their voice, looking to know how to win and influence with their time and money and people. And I get the privilege to do it. And I'm very excited for the opportunity to do it. And you know, I'm thankful for, you know, I'm sure I could speak for Judy is that we're very thankful for the opportunity just to speak with you. We're excited that we've even connected. Well, and, and to add to that, none of this would have even happened if Kalina didn't believe in me. You know, I was volunteering for an annual event that she had founded here in our community that was bringing attention to those business women that are creating impact locally. And as I was volunteering for this committee, I had brought it up to her that, you know, maybe, you know, I would love to start a podcast. What do you think? I think it'd bring a lot of great exposure to this annual event and help us elevate the event on a global level. And she was really open to it. And, you know, she basically was like, just tell me what we got to do. And she put in the work with me to figure out everything that we need to figure out in terms of she knows how to edit also, because we both went through that process together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and I told you, I said, oh my gosh, she's taking us into the future. <laughs> I was like, take us into the future, Julie, take us. Well, and you know, this committee is large. There's a lot of people that volunteer in this. And I remember when we were like, so we're doing a podcast, guys. And I think you could have dropped like a pen, like, no, they're like, podcast, what is a podcast? <laughs> right? Nobody but, knew. But I knew she was so motivated and hungry to do it. And here was the universe bringing a wonderful gift of someone who was going to partner with you, not just be um, hopeful, but she was hungry mm-hmm. for change. She was hungry for leadership. She was hungry for just experiencing the abundance of her own power, right? And here we have a platform that gives her choice and gives her a place to grow collectively with other thought leaders, as well as women who are looking at what we offer as a training ground for themselves, you know? Oh my God. I love that. Thank you so much for both of you for sharing your stories and it is a physical representation of what I wanted to talk about today was that we all have a seat at the table. And when I, well, I first heard your podcast and I did my research on you, but it was after the initial conversation that I was very attracted to you both because it was clear that, you know, you, you both have are in different stages of your entrepreneurial journey. And, um, when I had the second conversation with Julie is when it really clicked for me and she, you know, she was so sweet and she was like, Kalina has really helped helped me you know if it wasn't for her like I wouldn't be doing this and that's when it really clicked for me because one of my one of the things I really value is um is collaboration is bringing women along with us and one of the things I always tell my clients is that if there is anything I ever say 
the listeners on the show know, if I say anything, if Kalina, Julie says something and it sparks something in you, it's because it's already in you. We're just reminding you of what's possible for you. So we're all on the same path. We're just on different points of it. I may just be a couple steps ahead, but I'm not above you at all. There is no pedestal. So like the success that we see other people have, it's possible for us too. And so I love you both because you are like, you know, physically represent that beautifully in how you, um, one, Julie, you had the courage to say, hey, I want to do this. And then for Kalina to see the potential in you and want to cultivate that, cultivate that and, and share your platform. So I just want to acknowledge you both for that. Well, thank you so much for seeing that. We really, yeah. we really embody that. Right, Julie? Really I know. And it really, you know, is long term, like something that really was good for me because I wouldn't have had that high paying skill that would have been something that I could lean on during the stay at home order. You know, it's something that I would have just had massage. What would I have done? Other massage therapists were doing like guided zoom massages. I've not like, heard of that. Like, you can just lay in your bed and I'll just massage you from this camera. <laughs> she literally just dropped that on the podcast show. Like there is a, such of a platform called a guided zoom. They were pushing those courses on Facebook to me. Like you need to make money. And I'm like, not that way. <laughs> oh, wow. I had no idea. No idea. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> can you imagine me just going like, okay, am I getting it right? Paul? <laughs> he was like, does that spot feel good? Push harder. <laughs> I don't know if anyone has ever enjoyed scratching their own back, right? Or rubbing Not I. Like, not, not I. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I paid you to do. Right. Uh. So I'd love to know, um, what, what was it? What is, is it the it factor? Like, what is it that gave you the mindset to go after your goals? And especially Kalina at six years old, how did you know? Yes. Is it something that you learned? Is it just an innate wisdom? What do, you, what do you think that it thing was? I think the it thing was something that I inwardly just knew. I knew from a young age that my life was called to do something beautiful. And it was at that level, at that height, I saw beauty in the light that were around me, in the beautiful colors that were around me. Um, in the sounds that were around me that just cultivated this impression that the world was waiting for me. Mm -hmm. And I recall, and I can get emotional thinking about it, but I can recall a glimpse of me if I'm um, thinking back, but it's kind of a blur, but sitting on the front porch with a Bible that I could not obviously read. But I inwardly knew that it was such an important book that I held it and I look, act like I could read it and look through it and understood what was there. But I just knew that there was something magical in the book that would give me um, hope. And no one, I don't know why that was or what the case was, but I just knew inwardly. And I wrote a book about it. It's called, I Will Live My Power Purpose Plan. In those first chapters, I really talk about how I spent most of my young adult life trying to find out what that was. What specifically was it about me that um, connected to this greatness that was a shadow around me? 
And here you have on one end a voice that says, you're not going to mount to anything. But then on the other end, you have a voice that says, you are greater than you ever thought possible. And the world is waiting for you because you have a voice and you have something to share. And that was taxing. And that part of my life was the experimental phase, right? You, you put your hand to things to explore and try. You don't often realize that the choices you're making, though there are many in different aspects of my life, were all moving down the same theme. And they were enhancing a voice. They were enhancing an inmate ability to understand where true power lies. And that was within myself of what I was born with, not what someone taught me to be, not what someone said I was, but what I was inwardly knowing that I was born with something beautiful to give. And that life was trying to give me experiences to hide that. And some people think that life gives you experiences and it does to learn from them. But in this case, life was giving me a set of circumstances to hide that. And it took a minute for me to realize that um, it, I could use it for power and I could use it to be an advocate or not. And I chose to use it to be an advocate for people who felt like they had no voice and oh to create a community of women that um, could find refuge in an environment that was conducive for them to see themselves for what they really truly were. Beautiful. Diamond. Oh my gosh, I'm going to cry. Uh, um, you let me cry. <laughs> that is my superpower. Uh, <laughs> illicit tears. Um, that you spoke to a story that I have that I didn't know I had. Someone asked me the same question that I asked you, and that was my answer as well. No one taught me. This is who I am. This is who I've always been. And I resonate with you. It's so taxing to be told, you know, over and over again that you're not worthy and that you're not going to amount to anything. I think my own father thought I was going to be pregnant by 16. And so the words I heard was, don't get pregnant, don't get pregnant, don't get pregnant. And there's just something within me. I just had this drive to be successful. And I just knew, I was like, I'm going to have an amazing big life. I'm meant to do amazing big things. I don't know what it is. I don't know how I'm going to get there. But I know like there's so much more for me. And I think the, like you said, the circumstances and experiences that happen in life to make us hide that in and of itself. Like I could talk about that for an hour because so much of the work we do is unlearning. Yes. Unlearning the conditioning, the experiences, the thoughts, the beliefs that have piled on us so that we don't recognize ourselves anymore. Yes, you're absolutely correct. And I, I, don't know if people can really hear those words and equate that to what that experience really like is inwardly and how it's liberating. But it's also at that moment for me, I realized how many people I let in my back, my life. I allowed to have the narrative of my own consciousness and who was guiding me in my way of thinking. And I realized at that moment, you had to go. And these were absolute people I loved I cherished, I adored, I respected. And I was like, you've got to go because you have a filter, you have a narrative, you have a lens 
and I'm so trying to live within your lens and I'm trying to live in their lens and their lens and their lens. And all of these lenses are causing me to live unconnected to the one that I've been called to and I can never find myself in your lens. It's been a big of a, it's been a, it's been an amazing journey, but one that I'm happy to have experienced and grateful. We get to share this with other women or men who could, you know, who are, who are going through their journey of life and asking those questions and then finding ourselves gravitating towards them to say, listen, you don't have to have permission Mm -hmm. um, to live connected to your power. You were given that at the very formation of your life existence. Um, the, the opportunity you get right now is to experience all of its beauty and impact the world and recreate yourself. You know, recreate this in the lives of other people and live a life that is contributing and fueling. You get to, or you get to not to, whichever one, however. But how fun can it be to, to collectively create synergy with people and live this amazing life and give it away. <laughs> I don't know of any other way. I don't know, Jenna. I don't know. <laughs> Same. What about you, Julie? I mean, yeah. So I'm thinking about what it was for me and I really bring it back to Kalina and it's kind of crazy. Uh, Kalina and I go to the same church. I've lived here since um it'll be seven years in december since december of 2013 is when i first moved to kokomo from las vegas to kokomo (laughs) and uh kalina she is a hard person to miss in church to put it subtly (laughs) you know her energy is very noticeable and you you know listeners you can't see her right now but she is just a light and um, I knew who she was, but I had never had a conversation with her. However, a few years living in Kokomo, I had heard a radio commercial about an annual event and it was her. And she's like, hey, it's Kalina, I'm checking my brunch. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's Kalina, Kalina. Like, how are you going to say And so I didn't go. <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna spend money to go to the side. <laughs> So fast forward the following year, I was in a different place in my life and just feeling a little bit like I needed to do more. As a massage therapist, I was starting to feel discouraged because the massage culture wasn't what I related it back to in Las Vegas. And the income was not the same as it was in Las Vegas. And I was just feeling a little bit, what am I supposed to do? I'm in school. I know I'm going to finish school one day. Should I just be more patient and enjoy this journey and just see what happens? And the following year, um, I heard the commercial again. And, you know, just sometimes things hit differently. And it stuck out. I had said something to my husband. Now, naturally, I'm a little more introverted. I, I, it, it cringes me to talk to people like that. I, I, I'm not comfortable with, and I'm just not, I've never been the person to initiate the conversation and I'm getting better about it. It's just at that time I was like, Kalina, I'm not, I don't want to talk to Kalina. <laughs> so my husband's like talking to her for me. 
at church, like, hey, is that you on the radio? My wife would be totally into your brunch. <laughs> She's starting a business, and I think it'd be great. And I was like, yeah, have her come. She would love it. So many yeah, and the, At the time, I was thinking, um, my husband's going to convert my garage into a massage studio, and I'm just going to start doing massages in my house. <laughs> and so... The, the seed had planted and I was like, well, my husband's not really getting our garage accomplished, which Kalina can understand because he's still working on our office. <laughs> he really is. So um, I reached out to Kalina over Facebook and I, I again didn't want to pay the money to go to <laughs> go to the brunch. So I was like, do you have any volunteer spots available? <laughs> And she was like, oh my gosh, I have a volunteer position available where you can open doors for people. You can just open the door so people don't have to touch the door when they come in. And I was like, sold. I'll take that job. And she's like, and your ticket's $50. <laughs> yeah, she makes it sound so horrible. But there's a method behind that. She's like, yeah, your ticket is a dollar. And she still paid the ticket. She still paid the cost paid. for the ticket. She I paid. Did. The point is I paid. And the meal was fabulous. And the event was fabulous. And that day really was a defining moment for me where I was like, you know what? What is the worst that's going to happen if you just go after what you're actually wanting? Like, what is the worst that could happen? So... This whole believing and receiving fire started to develop in me, and I really just was like, let me get my massage studio up, and literally another year went by, and the garage never turned into a massage studio, and so I got involved the second year with Kalina at the brunch, and that's where the idea of the podcast came into play, and that's what really pushed me to just get out of my comfort zone and suck it up and, you know, rent an actual professional space to make myself available to be a business owner. And that was a cringy year. I mean, this past year, <laughs> this I've only had my business for a little over a year. <laughs> this past year has been tough. <laughs> yes, it has been. She stepped out right in front of a pandemic before it even hit. And it's been um, interesting navigating the business world in addition to being your own self-employed massage therapist and trying to navigate your relationships outside of business. Because, you know, my friends, I think about that one meme where it's like, here's what people think I do. Here's what my family thinks I do. Here's what my friends think I do. Here's what I actually do. And it's like, nothing is supporting what you actually do. It's just what everyone's perceiving you do as a podcaster or business owner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But you put them all, you pull them all together and make them wonderfully nice. You really do. You really do. And so we're here now. I mean, and it just keeps growing. I'm, I'm, I'm a very adaptable person. I've always been very resilient. I uh, was the president of our high school debate team. I had plans to go to college right out of high school and ditched them to go to massage school instead. And, you know, unexpectedly moved to Indiana from Las Vegas one year. So I've, I've, I don't know where that comes from. Maybe we need to do a coaching session on that. But my adaptability has always been something that I've leaned on and my resiliency. I just have always felt confident in my ability to just figure it out. Like, what's the worst that could happen? Even if I'm homeless, I know I can find a place to shower. I know I can find a food to eat. I love that. That makes yeah. sense. 
Yeah. And that's something that is like not talked about enough is adaptability. It's actually something I talk about all the time is adapting and pivoting and knowing when to adapt. Um, I, I love that Kalina is what kind of sparked that fire in you. And then Kalina, I love that it's something that was innately born within you because I know a lot of my listeners have that. They have this drive. They have this desire. They know that they have a big purpose and we're meant for more. And so I love just hearing it from someone else because as I've said so many times, like when we like share our stories and we can see each other and each other's stories, it gives ourselves permission to like reach for more. Um, I was going somewhere with this, but I kind of had a brain fart, but <laughs> what I see in you, Julie, is how hungry you are. And something that Kalina had touched on earlier was hungry versus hopeful. Um, can you guys expand upon this? <laughs> it was, it, it's, it's, it's a principle from the uh, John Maxwell uh, leadership. I don't know if you've ever heard of John Love Maxwell. Him. Yes. Have right? all his books. <laughs> <laughs> it's the book called Leadership. And it's a principle where in which you define the, is it the uh, 25 laws of leadership? That one? No, it's just, it's called leadership. It's leadership. Okay. It's just called leadership. Yep. Listeners, it's just called leadership. And it's one of his principles that he talked about in the book where it shares, how do you define individuals that would be great to invest into? How do you know that individuals that want to be a part of your inner circle are quote unquote ready to be a part of that inner circle? Because being ready, if you're going to be the mentor, the mentee should be, can be, needs to be in a position to be, to grow. And you're looking for people who are not just hopeful. You're looking for people who are hungry, which means that hopeful is really all about, I, oh, I wish I can, oh, it seems so nice. I would love to do that for myself, but or it is maybe one day, or I absolutely love what you're doing. If I could just hang around you, I'll be inspired, which is not wrong in itself. However, it depends on the model that you have. It depends on where you're going with your vision. Are you looking to just inspire those around you so people can sit at your feet and be in awe of you? Or are you looking to partner with other women who are at the table to, who are hungry for leadership, for momentum, for, you know, opportunities to connect to, to continue to drive the message and the vision forward. And that's how you quantify the individuals in your life. And there's a series of things that I go through and I look at in order to determine that. I love that. I always say hope is not an action plan. It is not. It isn't. It really isn't. Stop saying, I hope this happens or, you know, I hope that this will work for me. Um, be a plan A type of girl is something that I say all the time. It's like, there is no plan B. There's a plan A. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there. <laughs> Do the plan A. <laughs> and plan A can also be plan B, but yeah. this is plan A. And if I put my mind to something, I'm, I'm going to accomplish it. It's not a matter of if, but just a matter of like how. Okay, how can I do this? When, when am I going to do it? But um, I love that you say hungry versus hopeful. And to find and cultivate those who are hungry to be a part of your inner circle. I think that's beautiful that you saw that that hunger and Julie and to, to cultivate her and to have her come along with you. Yeah. Who knew that the, 
$55 registration fee for her ticket was part of the, are you hungry or are you hopeful? It's yeah, you know, and, and I'm sure you can relate to, you know, the interest of somebody that has skin in the game versus somebody that gets everything for free, right? And <laughs> it's really exciting and I love it so much because there are so many people out there that are literally wanting things that don't understand that just because you want it means it's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. You and so it was a it was an investment in yourself, your first investment. It exactly. really was. It it was a qualifier of whether you were hungry or hopeful. Right? Because some people want to just come to an event because they hear it's a really cool event. It's making some waves. It's growing. And people just figure, you know, maybe I can just serve and I can get in for free. They want your gifts, but do they really want to be a partner, an owner? Right? And I think that that's extremely important as a qualifier for the vision that you have mm -hmm. to decide, you know, the level of, of, of leaders around you and what their distinctions are within the vision. And so, um, we've, we've got a, we, we had recorded a podcast show about how to understand and interpret your, your uh, network around you. And I say that I look through the lens of the doers, the donors, and the drivers, that each of them are looked through the lens of helpful or hopeful, but are your, is your distinction a doer, a donor, or a driver? Because what I don't want to do is cross you into too many different lanes and exhaust you, mm. right? I don't want you to partner in this vision with full abundance of care, nurturing support, and desire to help fix and, and do. And typically those individuals who have a nurturing, caring, giving heart are not just saying yes to me, they're saying yes to everyone else too. However, I don't want to abuse that or use that resource up to a degree that it's never able to sustain itself within the community. So long story short, you know, when you're looking at your helpful or hopeful, you know, there's the lens. But then once that person comes past that layer is, is this a doer, donor, or driver? And how can I have a win-win, leverage the blessing that the universe has given me, but also how can I nurture the gifts in this individual that's willing to partner? I love that. I'm going to go write that down after we're done with this. <laughs> I see some areas in my own leadership within my own team um, that I can definitely uh, put through that lens. That's really beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. So I would love to know, what do you both do as far as um, personal development and also self-care to be the woman that you are who has the seat at the table? How do you pour into yourselves to be able to show up with such amazing energy and pour into your community? Oh, Julie, you go right ahead. This physical fitness, babe. <laughs> so. Yeah, I am a routine person. I am very what you would define as type A. I get up very early, um, typically at 4.30 is my alarm time. And I like to be at the gym by five. It's a very routine part of my life. And that is part of my self-care because it's, I'm a mom. I'm also a full-time student and managing two businesses right now. And there's just not a lot of extra time for me to make for myself. So 
that 5 a.m. window is really important for my self-care. It's um, a great time for me to socialize with my friends and just be myself. You know, you're not wearing makeup at the gym. I mean, half the time I haven't brushed my hair or my teeth and it's just, you're there. And you know, the transparency is something that does a lot for me. Another part of my self-care and self-development is my relationship with God. I really am somebody that likes to talk to God probably more than I talk to myself. <laughs> and it's important for my development because I don't need to seek that external validation when I know my own worth. Another important part of my self-development is podcasts. I am a huge Brendan Burchard fan and Eric Thomas fan. I don't know if you're familiar with either of them, but Secret to Success and The Brendan Show are very, very much part of my consumption when it comes to just keeping myself and my energy levels high and feeling motivated, encouraged, and not having those, you know, we all have bad days, but just really helping pick myself up when I'm not feeling so good. Mm, that's my girl. <laughs> and she always brings the information back. In other words, I'm always that ear to listen. What does Brandon Berjan have to say? You know, so which is really cool. And that leads into mine, right? Mine's is faith, family, and fun. So faith is, is, is my church, but it's also how I connect to external uh, opportunities for learning and growth that then stimulates my uh, center, that stimulates my grounding, right? And maintaining these ability not to let these outer voices, right? Kind of get into my bag and then be part of my narrative on trying to um, please you, be successful for you, right? Try to do things for you just to make myself feel better, you know, or try to uh, take that old gremlin and feed it and nurse it just to make my ego feel good. No, I, I typically will gravitate towards, um, you know, my biblical faith and my Christian faith, but then also too, I've been listening to um, this, this audio book called Conversations with God. It's about an eight hour long tape. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but I think his name, his last name is Welch or something like that, I think is his last name. And I just started it the other day, but I can definitely give it to you so that you can share that with your listeners. But it's called Conversations with God. And it's an eight hour audio that just gives a really bigger perspective about our why and what we are really called here to do and gives us a greater impact of what frequency we give out to the world. So that's my faith. And then my family, um, for those that may not know, I'm a grandmother. I have four grandsons. I have two adult children, 28 and 29 years old. So 20, 28 and 27 years old. My daughter would kill me if she heard me say that she was 29. But, um, you know, I have, you know, I spend time nurturing and loving and being present for them and watching their world through their lens and just enjoying what life is giving me through watching my seat in the bodies of other people, right? And then my fun, there, it's several layers to my fun. Um, since we don't travel as much anymore, we used to vacation about every two months to go see parts of the world. My fun is really spending time with my koi, right? I have a koi pond. Uh, and with the yeah, I do, I have a koi pond. I've got 20 beautiful sized koi. The largest one is about 17 inches long. So he's wow. Yeah. And then so um, I love um, the 
part where I get to do things around the house. I've gained a new passion for home improvement projects. Um, those are fun things for me. And then what else is really fun for me is just spending some creative time alone with myself, right? And experimenting with all the passions that I have about what I like to do. And that's fun to me. That is really fun. I like to experiment with myself, with my mind and what I can do with my hands and what I can learn. That's fun stuff for me because I know it will just come out of me for other people, right? Because it just will enhance what we do. So that's my faith, my family, and my fun <laughs> for my self-care. I love that. I love that. I always like love asking people about their own self-care rituals because I think it's so underappreciated. Yes, it is. And my koi is the best. That's the ultimate fun. My grandpa has a koi pond. Oh, you know. Yeah, in Japan. Yeah. You know. You know. How had, awesome. It, and they've had it since I was like zero years old. So that was 29 years ago. <laughs> so they've got really big koi. Yeah, I should actually ask for an update on it. Um, there are some big ones in there. Yeah, I, I wish I could put a big one in there. I've like almost tempted to do it, but I think that that would be unhealthy for it. <laughs> it's like a 700 gallon uh, pond. And so um, it's, and it's uh, three and a half feet deep. So it's nice size, but it's not big enough for something like 25 inches long or bigger, right? I think the other fish will probably feel like, look, dude, you've taken up a whole lot of moving space. <laughs> Taking up too much space. Um, yeah, that's real estate. <laughs> this has been so much fun. I feel like we just had a lunch together. Um, and I hope our listeners um, just enjoyed your energy. Before we wrap up today, is there anything that you wanted to leave the audience with? Yeah, I wanted to share one of my favorite quotes. It's actually the quote I have posted in my massage studio. And it's by Harold Kushner. And it is, when you are kind to others, it not only changes you, it changes the world. Oh, and I would like to say, listeners, simply this is just be the message, mm. not just the messenger. Live connected to your power, your purpose, and your plan. And impact the world the way you want to live it. And reproduce yourself. And have epic fun when you do it. So much fun. <laughs> that is something that, yes, I'm learning how to have fun again. <laughs> oh my gosh, having fun. That was what I was going to say. You know, Kalina is pointing out the fun. You know, you've got to schedule in the fun. I am a time block person, you know, but I am learning how to live in that the fun level. in. I call it the level five lens. I'm learning how to live in that level five, level six, where I'm having outer faith and I, I am um oh being okay with not having that schedule right and so it's 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 taken some time but i think it's for a season and a reason mm -hmm. and i'm enjoying it right to having like no i'm, I'm totally okay with that i i don't want to continue to find my success from that however um there's so many wonderful ways to be successful <laughs> and I don't want to make that one of those lenses. So, oh, cool. But thank you so much for this opportunity. We're very thankful that we got a chance to be here with your listeners. Yes. yes thank you. Today. Before thank we you. wrap up, can you let everyone know where they can find you, hang out with you, get your book? We'll have everything linked down in the show notes as well. 
Yeah. So I'll go ahead and tell you that and Julie can wrap up where you can find our community. But um, if you are looking for a really book that is really inspirational, it is Kalina James. I will live my power, my purpose, my plan that you can find on Amazon. And um, you can find us at um, uswkokomo.com on um, any of the social media platforms, preferably Facebook and Instagram. But with that being said, um, you we also have a community, a hashtag community, which is hashtag power purpose plan. You'll find so many wonderful pictures, so many wonderful videos of women who are doing some amazing things and just sharing their story within that community. So if you're listening and you take a picture, would love for you to hashtag that because we would love to see you and where you're at in the neck of the woods. And the same thing for if you're on Facebook, make sure you drop in on our Facebook group, LCR Coaching USW Power Brunch, because it's totally free, it's open. And on Mondays and Thursdays, different women go on Facebook Live for a series called Humanity United. And it's a really fun series, so definitely check that out. I'm on Instagram at Indie Mompreneur. That's I-N-D-Y-M-O-M-P-R-E-N-E-U-R. And your podcast business. It is at the business podcast editor, which I'm not going to spell that out for you. I'm sure it will come right up when you look. <laughs> Thank you so much, Janae. Thank you both. Oh, thank you so much. We appreciate this opportunity. Thank you again. And you guys, please take a screenshot, post it on your story and tag us and let us know what you took away from this episode. Let them know, give, you know, pour back into Kalina and Julie, just as they poured into us today. That's it for this week. We'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Don't forget to be your highest self. Bye for now. Bye.